You're listening to Phanalysis, a sci-fi and fantasy TV podcast. In this episode, we are talking about episode 107 of Winona Earp, Walking After Midnight. My name is Chris. And I'm Annie. And I'm Stephanie. And let's get into our general reviews of the episode. What did you think, Annie? Uh, I thought it was okay. I thought I just like seeing all the scenes with Winona and Hot drinking and working a case, which I'm not quite sure I was connected to the Revenants yet, but we'll figure that out. But I was really sad to lose the hot. Not hot, as an officer hot, but the blacksmith. I was like, why? <sighs> but I did love seeing Waverly stand up to the stone witch. That was cool. And the Winona Waverly hug reunion at the end. I was like, oh. But, um, yeah, worried about Winona and officer hot. Don't touch them, show. Because I like them. How about you, Chris? You know, there was stuff I liked and stuff I disliked. And, I mean, I, I participate in the East Coast live tweet, so that always makes watching a lot more fun for me. I'm annoyed that they killed off the blacksmith, like you were just saying, Annie. I mean, it's the episode after they introduced her. Why Why did they kill her off already? And, I mean, response was overwhelmingly positive as parts of the live tweet. You know, everybody was super excited about the blacksmith and then they just immediately killed her off and it made me really sad and irritated but i'm also annoyed by waverly's you know so-called friends but you know we're supposed to be annoyed by waverly's so-called friends and at least chrissy came around by the end wasn't it chrissy yeah chrissy was never all that bad it was stephanie my namesake for goodness <laughs> sake oh yeah it was, was the worst <laughs> gave your namesake a bad name i Wait, know did, did andrus name them after us <laughs> <laughs> there was no Annie. If there was a third one whose name was like Anne or Annie, maybe. Oh. <laughs> yeah, where's me, damn it, Emily? <laughs> maybe next episode, Annie. But now we know how Emily Andrews feels about me if that's the case. <laughs> uh, anyway. Can, can Annie come in and be like an ex girlfriend of. Officer Hot or something, and oh man, for her affection. I'm kidding, by the way. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> I know, I know about I know. the names. Anyway. It was just a funny coincidence that I hadn't thought about, but you're right. I didn't catch that because I literally just finished watching the episode, so <laughs> that makes me giggle now. Anyway, anyway, I'm glad that Hot finally got more screen time. Yes, uh, Stephanie and I have actually been talking about that the past couple of weeks that. They really needed more development for Officer Nicole Hot because there's been lots and lots of talk about her, but she hasn't really been on screen that much. And and I was kind of like, I don't feel like I have a good sense of her, but I feel like I have a better sense of her now. So that's that's good. How about you, Stephanie? Well, here we go, everybody. <laughs> not a fan of this episode. <laughs> there was stuff in it that I liked. I guess as an episode, it was okay. I I don't know that the some of the plot elements hung together very well for me, uh, but a lot of the writing choices in here are just like huge, huge, huge pep peeves of mine. So I was I was pretty pissed off by the time I got to the end of this episode, especially about killing the blacksmith, because I if I had been here last week, I'm disappointed I wasn't here last week because I was out of town because I liked that episode. <laughs> and now I'm back and I don't like this episode. But if I was here, I would have pointed out the fact that this show is very, very white and besides dolls, like, I can only think of one other black character who's had any lines and he was promptly killed by Killer Mike at the beginning of episode two. I know Killer Miller. Killer Miller. <laughs> 
And then we got introduced to the blacksmith, and she actually lived to the end of the episode. Woohoo! And then she got killed in this episode. And that's just really frustrating. And I know there are people out there thinking, like, tons of white people have gotten killed on the show. Sure. But my point is, if you think about the characters who have actually survived from episode to episode, I can name more than more than five white characters who have been in multiple episodes and have lived and only one person of color. Like, it's it's really frustrating to me. You the, know, when you do percentages, everything looks a lot different. Yeah. So, because, yeah, if you think about it, you know, Winona, Waverly, Nedley, Gus, uh, the Stone Witch, Bobo, like, there's Doc, there's, there's seven characters, at least, who are white and have made it from episode to episode, and then there's just dolls, as far as people of color go. So I'm very, very disappointed that they killed the blacksmith. And, like, they made her even more interesting in this episode, I thought, and then killed her. <laughs> and I feel like there would have been lots of interesting places to go with, with the character. I mean, she mm-hmm. was intriguing. Yeah, somebody who puts out fake landmines around her property to scare off people. Like, yes, I want to know more about that person. And knows that the stone witch is coming and is like, I need salt. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to that point of the episode, I'm just kind of like... Now I feel like I need to just keep a large quantity of salt on hand, (laughs) just in case. I loved how Waverly kept grabbing the salt shaker. I'm like, what is she doing? Oh, yeah, salt. She needs a bigger bigger thing of salt. She needs a bigger salt shaker. I'll just gift you all salt shakers for Christmas. Like huge These shakers aren't even, I mean, that's not going to be enough, Annie. (laughs) Okay. I'll send you a salt block. But yeah, I loved the blacksmith in terms of like all the knowledge and the kind of power she kind of almost had. And yeah, it would have been intriguing to see where she went. And I thought she was going to team up with the, the herb girls and be a good supporting character and go on future cases with them. And now she's zombified and dead. And that was yeah, disappointing. It, it, it felt like adding insult to injury that she then got turned into a zombie by the Stone Witch and being used against her will. Ugh, Stupid I was zombies. Just, I know. I know. I was very, very, very disappointed in what they did to the blacksmith character. Because at the because at the beginning, when the Stone Witch was trying to like torture her from information, she made that mention of like you know, oh, I can cure that tumor in your breast, and I was like, they're giving us more character development in this episode, and then they killed her. <laughs> like I got excited at the beginning, and I didn't even catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, but she has a story, or how that happened, or whatever. Yeah, and then they killed her. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't understand. Hmm. They also had the black zombie guy that also got killed, so I guess yep. that's another person of color killed. Yep. The non-stripper, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even though he got mistaken for a stripper and seemed to be enjoying <laughs> it a little bit, even if he was there to get Waverly. But Though I like Stephanie's response to him being a terrible stripper. I think he's local. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you're local, Stephanie. You're local, jerk. <laughs> Wait a minute, you said Stephanie. I'm like, why are you talking about yourself in the third person? Oh, wait, never mind. So yeah. You're talking about... The character. Bad Stephanie. You're talking about... Oh, there you go. I'll be grumpy Stephanie. She can be gr- bad Stephanie. <laughs> I will refrain from making an annoying Stephanie joke. <laughs> Which one are you talking about, Chris? <laughs> I would just be confused. <laughs> This week, it felt like they set out storylines for both Winona and Waverly to be kind of on their self by themselves a little bit, you know, not having their usual support system. Yeah. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. Yes. And I'm glad that they both got storylines. You know what I mean? Like they were both Mm -hmm. focuses of the episode. 
But I don't quite know how they connect because the bodies that Winona and Hot were working on and then how does They were that- killed by the, the last of the seven. Okay. But yeah, that was not cool how Winona called Hot a flat-footed local, especially after they bonded over drinking. Well, I think it was the drinking that made Winona that cruel, right? Yeah. Winona mm-hmm. has a drinking problem and probably needs to... Uh, uh, seek help. Yes, thank you. Seek help. But I did really like seeing her and Hot bond a little bit. I don't know. They obviously hit some rocky patches with the whole flat-footed whatever. You know, before that. Uh, before that. <laughs> yeah, before I that, did, it I was did going really well. Like yeah. I mean, I, I, I gotta say, I, I know you're into Waverly and Hot, but uh, Winona and Hot? Yes, please. I'm just flying with the Twitter thing. Hey, Hot had her hand down her pants. All I'm saying. <laughs> She did? I'm yes, because she grabbed the back of her jeans, of Winona's oh, jeans, yeah, and yeah, pulled yeah. her back. <laughs> that was a nice shot. Well, you know, at this point, I just want hot with a girl because she's just, you know, wanting to be with somebody, obviously, and just putting the feelers out there. So she's a gay lady in a town without a lot of options. So I'm hoping she chooses one of the Europe sisters now. Yeah, sure. Why don't we put it that, that way? Because she noticed that uh, Winona's bum was a uh, top shelf. Yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> It was a good line and good acting to go with the line, the awkward hand gesturing. I appreciated. <laughs> I appreciate a good bit of, of awkwardness. <laughs> I gotta say, though, even though I, I did like when, for whatever reason, Hot was pulling Winona back by her jeans, why were there, like, important autopsy photos and reports on the ground? Did I miss something? Did they fall? Maybe. It seemed like it had fallen off of the board thing or something, right? Okay. But yeah, it looked like there was just these important documents just kind of on the ground under somebody's desk. I'm like, what were those doing down there? <laughs> Is that not where you keep your important important documents? No, not generally. I guess unless the cats knock them down there, then then yes, but not on purpose. Well, there was the the gremlin in the morgue, so. True. Are you talking about the morgue attendant guy? Because he was super creepy. <laughs> I don't trust him. <laughs> no, I meant I well. meant the the mysterious footsteps and then the card in the mouth and I was making a joke. Hey, you and I got that. But I did love the line to the creepy morgue attendant, wear a bell! (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And Winona slamming the alcohol bottle down on the the morgue table, and then Officer Hot just being like, no. (laughs) Taking it and putting it on the floor. Just basically cleaning up after Winona wherever Winona goes. Is that also (laughs) why you ship them, Stephanie? Maybe. I don't actually ship them. I know, I'm teasing, but... I mean, she was kind of like Winona's keeper this episode. So. Yeah. She, was. she was. Stephanie's broadening my horizons. I can, I'm like, yeah, I can see hot with. I just want a hot with a girl. Really, uh, you haven't made that clear at all. I'm just saying, yeah, not at all. I, I don't actually ship them. It's just me personally. Like, if I just looking at the show so far, if I had to pick like who's the queer character on the show, no other context, I would pick Winona. Like, she just pings my dar the most of everybody, uh-huh. so she seems the most likely to me. Did you just say but pings my dar? I like I it. <laughs> I like that phrase because I have no dar, so it pings. But my dar pings for a lot of attractive women, so. That, that doesn't mean you're attracted to them. It means that you think, never mind. I know. <laughs> I, I think okay. what Annie's getting at is that she doesn't actually have good dar, just that oh, it's... Oh, I don't. Like, it's just have, like wishful thinking dar. Yeah, I have no dar. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I feel like I should tell on you, Stephanie, that Stephanie said, why hot, right? <laughs> yeah. To which I responded with, hot Nona? <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
But this was the this was the most that I've liked Officer Hot so far. I thought this really added some depth to her, humanized her a bit. I still I still don't like her as much as Annie does, but I like her more now. Is it possible to like her as much as Annie does? That's maybe an unfair metric. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Hot, but as we were saying, you know, I I feel uh, like we didn't have a lot to go on before this. But no, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying objectively. Yeah, she, you know, she needs more screen time and development, and she got more of that this episode. Yeah, and I do like her quite a bit more now too. Yeah. Even though I do feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect between how much she feels like she knows about Waverly, given the amount of time we know that she's actually known Waverly. But I did like that line that she had about how Waverly didn't really know what she wanted until recently. Because Chris and I have actually been talking about that, about Waverly kind of coming into herself and realizing what she wants out of her life. So we are on the same page as, as Nicole on that. And speaking of Waverly, talking about her storyline, so she's, she, okay, speaking of like think stupid things people were doing in this episode, first of all, the blacksmith, I love you, blacksmith, rest in peace. But if you knew the stone witch was coming after you, wouldn't you have left? I mean, is that just me? Take your salt and like run? <laughs> wouldn't you have warned Waverly? Hey, she's coming for you because she has, you she have did. the skull. She did. She told her last week. I know, but no, okay, never mind. <laughs> And then she dragged her dying self to the ranch or the homestead to try to tell her. So I think I think we can let, let her go on this oh, one. Okay, Annie. okay. <laughs> Which also is, seems like a bad idea, right? To go to the homestead where you know the stuff that the stone, wa- stone witch stone wants is going. will be. But as you're saying, like like circle your car, just like mm-hmm. salt your car, <laughs> or maybe salt your entire property instead of just that teeny tiny little circle yes. around your rocking chair. <laughs> She was running low on salt. She said I had to find some salt. (laughs) So that was stupid thing one. Stupid thing two, Waverly, I love you, dear sweet girl, but why did you have that skull sitting on the bar when you're supposed to be hiding it? (laughs) Yeah, it was on the the fireplace mantle or something, wasn't it? Yes. But then she went and hid it eventually, only after Doc told her Eventually, But 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 you wouldn't think that Doc would have to tell her. Yeah. Yes. It, she found it hidden in a piano where there was like a secret way to get into the piano. She would, you would think she would deduce from that that maybe it needed to be in a secure location. Yeah, I mean, there was a riddle followed by playing a tune, <laughs> followed by another riddle. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't a riddle. It was just instructions to take it to the blacksmith. But still, I hear you, Stephanie. Well, the skull's gone and now, so. I was going to say she smashed the skull, so does that make her the best or the worst keeper of the bones ever? Well, I thought that was pretty (laughs) brave of her, but I was like, at the same time, oh, that's going to get you killed, Waverly. I was like, please be careful. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with Winona. Like, that was really brave and really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I hope she gathered up the shards and is now keeper of the shards. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I understand why she did it, but at the same time, like... Is it possible it would have been useful to them intact as much as it would have been useful to the Stone Witch? That's true. You know? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. they knew so little about the significance of that skull. It's kind of like, but now, okay, hopefully it's still, it has whatever significance it had before, even though it's in pieces now. I'm just saying, that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope she is keeping the shards because a little super glue and who knows what could happen. But the- <laughs> What? Next week, it's Waverly with, like, this styrofoam head and, like, gluing all the <laughs> pieces of the skull back together. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but poor Dominique, out in the cold in that tiny, tiny little outfit. 
Because <sighs> uh, I, I tweeted about how we were concerned about the cast being cold. Last and week. yeah, Emily Andrus actually responded with something about, ooh, you can, you're going to see <laughs> it's going to get worse next week or something I like know. that. And then she said, and this is the episode where we realized we needed to buy them coats or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Emily, no. <laughs> Why did it take you so long? Stop no, torturing your actors in the middle of an Albertan winter. And again this week, Winona had the splits in the knees of her pants. And, and then poor Dominique in that tiny little outfit she was wearing. Oh, my goodness. Oh. So this might have been, she might have been cold last week holding the skull, but this was probably yeah, the one she was, was talking was about one, in the interview. Yeah. <laughs> she couldn't feel her hands. Yeah. She probably couldn't yeah. feel her whole body. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, uh, this cast is, you know, they're, they're meant to troopers, apparently. Why did they not buy them coats already? <laughs> I don't know. I know. The guys actually don't seem to have it quite as bad. They often are wearing more clothes, coats or yeah, more clothes generally. But Winona at least usually has a jacket, like a leather jacket on. Mm-hmm. But poor Waverly. Keep putting her in tiny clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sleeveless, and it was, you know, bare midriff and lace tights. I mean, come on. That's just cruel. And then when she had, like, the shawl or the blanket or whatever it was, it didn't look that thick. <laughs> no, it looks like a little party <laughs> shawl. And I'm like, eh, that's something you wear in summer, not in the dead of winter. Not that we're fixated on this. Mm-mm. No. I wonder if this is what they hope we're talking about the most after an episode. <laughs> I'm very sorry, people who created the show. <laughs> Shall we talk about Doc Holiday a little bit? If you must. I know Stephanie doesn't really want to, but... Well, you and me this episode, I was like, eh? Doc, why are you being such a dork? I mean, I could use another D word, but Stephanie doesn't like that word, so I won't. He was being a selfish, jerky person. Like, <laughs> he just, uh Stupid head. Stupid head. I mean, there's the blacksmith, like, bleeding from her eyes and dying, and she's giving him instructions and making him swear to take Waverly away, and he's like, no, I must have my vengeance. And I'm like, Doc, stop being so fixated. Although I do want to, I do want to jump in here and say, before that, he was actually being pretty, pretty cool. Perhaps to to emphasize how much of a jerk he was being after that, but... When he was kind of being kind to Waverly at the party. Right, because yeah. Waverly's friends were being jerks. Mm-hmm. And so he was sort of helping Waverly to to be cooler. Yeah. <laughs> well, not to be cooler, but he was he was helping her cheat at cards. And, yeah. and, and he was uh, standing up for her when they were being mean, basically. Yeah, and he said, oh, the... Something like the parties is only as good as its guests or something. Or- a, a hostess is only as good as her guests, I think, is what yeah, he said. Yeah, And I was like, I was oh, like oh, that's maybe the most I've ever liked, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> and then true. he went and was a jerk. Because <laughs> he lied to the blacksmith. Like, the jerkiest, the jerkiest jerk he's ever jerked. Like, th- this was him at top jerk. <laughs> Maximum jerk. jerk. Again, I don't think I understood it enough, Stephanie. Jerk. He's a jerk. <laughs> I did like how she got, oh. Waverly justifiably, justifiably got angry at him, and she's like, yeah, you were being a jerk in this episode, but... What I don't quite understand was how it worked at the end when he shot the stone witch, and then he discovers later he's shot himself in the same place, and, like, are they linked now or something? Yeah. I didn't get that. I think that was the implication, and perhaps that was also why she had him in the well, because nothing could happen to him in the well. Huh. Maybe? Maybe there's a suggestion that his longevity is tied to her in some way. 
Yes, that like, is what I'm saying. I don't know why it didn't occur to me that he was stuck in the well all those years until he said it in later episodes. Because when he came up out of the well in the first episode, I thought, oh, he'd followed Winona into the well and was looking for Peacemaker. Not that he was stuck down there for a hundred years or whatever. And again, as we said in an earlier episode, how did Winona not run into him when she went to get Peacemaker? Did he, like, dig a hobbit-type cave and live down there? Yes. I've been meaning to ask my dad about that, actually, because he that's what he does for a living, is he digs wells, designs wells, and manages wells. So I was going to ask him, like, if there's a well, Dad, how big is the bottom of the well? <laughs> <laughs> and if some guy who's kind of immortal is down there, how do you think he'd make a house for himself? <laughs> He did take an entire class in college about that subject, so he would be the person to ask. Okay. Well, ask him, because we're curious now. And he expects you to report back next week. Exactly. I'll I'll try to remember. I'll try to remember. (laughs) And one other thing about the Stone Witch storyline, how in the heck did she escape? In her pink Cadillac? Yes, like, she was there, and then suddenly, like, the camera shot changed to dolls and, or, not dolls, why are their names both begin with D? Doc and Waverly, or no, Winona, whoever the heck, too many people on this show have names that begin with the same letter. Dolls and Waverly. No, it wasn't. Uh, Winona and Doc. Gosh darn it. And, (laughs) and, like, it didn't even show them look that distracted in my opinion and then suddenly yeah. she's driving away in her pink cadillac how the heck well she says she's a stone witch she flew i don't know it just uh that felt a little contrived the way yeah. that she escaped i know but not atypical of the genre <laughs> fair true but true more it required more suspension of my disbelief than usual yeah i know i i get you stephanie and now we have doc like getting together all the now he's Jules. listening to the blacksmith, Yeah, huh? Going, oh yeah, I guess I should get the blood and everything. <sighs> Poor blacksmith. Why? Why? Blacksmith! <laughs> but at the same time, we're like, annoying Stephanie's gone. That's okay. <laughs> bad Stephanie. <laughs> bad Stephanie. I did feel kind of bad because she was a, I guess... She did deserve to be killed. Like, she was not a nice person, but she didn't deserve to have her neck broken. And Waverly was, you know, like, oh, crap, we sent her out there and got her killed. Poor Waverly. So much much guilt for someone so young and tiny. And cute. She did have have some great moments in this episode, though. Like, when she told off bad Stephanie, and it was like, like, you know, six months ago, I wouldn't have told you that (laughs) Rain was cubic zirconium. (laughs) It looks like crap. Yeah. (laughs) That That was a good scene. And then yeah. she took that drink of whiskey. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of whiskey drinking in this episode. There was. No, yep. no donuts, sadly. Yeah. There was not enough Winona plus food in this episode. Mm-hmm. There was just her response to the p- potentiality of food, <laughs> I was going to say, no just excitement about possible food. I wanted to say I also enjoyed the scene where Waverly was like decorating the homestead for the party. I thought that was really sweet. Uh, anything with Waverly, though, right? What I thought I was know. funny was Doc singing the song <laughs> when he left, because it doesn't seem like him at all. And then he just says to Waverly, your telephony thing is ringing, because <laughs> he's so... He's uh, angry, I think is what he said. I found that interesting, because they haven't really pursued a fish-out-of-water type storyline for Doc. Like, he seems to have blended in to contemporary times fairly easily. Yeah. But 
that was one moment where they pointed out like he's old fashioned. He doesn't know what a telephony is. <laughs> yeah. I think it was hinted at um at an interview with Emily or something like that, but yeah, they haven't done that that much. But yeah, there was not enough uh Waverly sister Waverly Werp sister love. So I did love that hug between Winona and Waverly at the end. I was like, oh, that was so freaking sweet. She gave her a little kiss. I like, know, Aww. and I was like, because for a second when they kept showing just Waverly's back when she's all crumpled against the barn or whatever, and I was like, oh crap, is she a uh, like a zombie or a revenant now? Did the Stone Witch transform her before she smashed the skull? Or I don't know. I was just worried. I don't think they do that to Waverly, but. So I, my brain doesn't automatically go there, but yeah, the, the sween, the sween, the scene with Waverly and Winona was so sweet. So very sisterly. It's, it makes me a little bummed out that we haven't had more of them working together in recent episodes. I know. So I'm hoping very that separate storylines. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that happens in the next episode. But first they got to find but Winona. But Winona's gone. I know. That also really annoyed me that. Like, oh, Dolls is gone this week. And so, of course, that's the episode Winona apparently gets kidnapped or something. Like, ugh. And there's, like, the mm. bloody handprints on the car. And Nicole is gone also. And I'm sure the ladies will be fine. They can take care of themselves. I feel I feel confident that they're going to be okay. But that just it, it irritates me that that's what it happened. Was like, oh, no men are around. And therefore. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't really think about it that way. There are show creators where I might have thought of that, but I don't know. Well, there was also, regarding Doc Holliday, there was that line that Waverly had about how apparently she thinks he's in love with Winona because he denied it, and that's his tell is that he's always lying. Uh, what did y'all think about that moment? I don't know. I didn't think he's in love with her. but I don't know if he's in love with her. I, I could see that he's enamored with her. Yeah. Yeah. And that he seems to be on her side for the moment, because he was saying at the beginning of the episode, why do I keep helping you? And now he's kind of implying what's in it for me. But yeah, I think he is a somewhat trustworthy ally, but I don't know where it's going to go in the future, because he, if he keeps being so fixated on trying to destroy the Stone Witch at the expense of Waverly and Winona, I don't know. I would say he's, at this point, I would call him an ally, but not a trustworthy one. Exactly. Because you not don't know totally. if he's going to put the, the group's needs above his own. Because he's all, vengeance! So then there's the thing about dolls, where he goes out to get Chinese food, which is actually really nice of him. And I was psyched by Winona's reaction to the Chinese food suggestion. Yeah, she's <laughs> she was like, yes. yes. <laughs> she like perks up. Huh? And I love how Dolls knows exactly what to get her. I thought that was cute. And then he got all the way back to the front door of the station with the food. And apparently those jerks wouldn't let him at least deliver the food. Drop off the food. Come on. Rude. <laughs> I mean, he could have at least popped his head in and given it to, like, the receptionist and been like, hand this left away. No, no, would you? But no, the food was wasted. Mm. Or maybe they ate it. Maybe his bosses ate it. They did show Lucado eating it. Huh, how rude. That's right. I remember that now. Because she's a jerk, too, apparently. A food-stealing jerk. But Lucado, his boss, in that suit and with uh, eating the Chinese food and everything, she just reminded me of kind of a Rachel-type character. Very cold and very mean. 
You're talking about Rachel from Orphan Black, yes? Yes. Yeah, I, I kind of thought the same thing, but was anybody else like, this just seems like a nutty way to run a government organization with recruiting people outside, like civilians, essentially, to help? I, I'm just completely confused by this whole thing. Well, I mean, it, it was that way at the beginning anyway, that he's like, I here, a person with a criminal history. <laughs> Come work I with know, me. But I, I kind of thought maybe he was doing that without his boss really knowing about it. But that kind of seems to be, I don't know. It was, it's just bizarre. I'm just completely confused by this whole thing. But I'm thinking he only recruited them out of necessity because Winona's the heir. She gets the only person who can kill the revenants and Waverly has all the research. I mean, maybe they don't necessarily recruit civilians all the time. And that's why the boss is upset. But I don't know why the bosses are so dissatisfied with Dulles' results so far. I'm like, yeah, they're killing revenants. What more evidence do you want? I guess my issue with the whole thing with hiring Winona or, or them taking issue with his hiring the Earp sisters is like, what did they expect him to do? Because <laughs> they seem to yeah. expect him to recruit somebody, but... Which, again, nutty. I don't really understand that, but okay. But I guess that's my point, though, right? Like, if you're going to expect him to recruit somebody, then you can't be that judgy about the people he recruits mm -hmm. if you're not going to oversee him more closely, right? Well, and they're the only people that can do the job. And it also kind of feels like, what type of evidence exactly are they wanting? I guess last yeah. episode, Dolls was trying to save a revenant and be so that he could hand it over to his bosses, but... I don't know. That is a weird storyline to me <laughs> with the relationship between Dolls and Lucado or whomever. Chinese food stealing Lucado. Don't like her. But the, that little storyline ends with him saying, like, I can, I, can't, I can give you evidence of something else, either that isn't a demon or a revenant. And I'm, they don't really tell, give us the answer in this episode. And I'm wondering what he's thinking of. Is it Doc? Is it himself? himself like what or the what exactly stone is witch? he gonna or the stone witch yeah what what does he have in mind i wonder if you have thoughts about this episode that you'd like to share with us you can do that in a number of ways you can send us an email at feedback at askgenretv.com you can record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us you can call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223 we are also on Twitter at AskGenreTV. Analysis is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. You can find our other podcasts about Lost Girl, Orphan Black, and Killjoys over on our website, AskGenreTV.com. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chris. And I'm Annie. And I'm Stephanie. Thanks for listening. I was like, is that Stephanie? And she somehow lived or I don't know. I was a little confused with that shot. It was Chrissy. Okay. The nice friend. I'm just laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was dumb. You can edit it out. <laughs> I, would, well, I like that part. I would leave that in, but I don't want to put in the rest of the stuff about Annie not knowing it was, <laughs> it was Chrissy. So now I'm torn. <laughs> As I mentally edit the episode in my head. Uh-huh.